You're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk podcast. 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 You're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk podcast. 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 <laughs> I think we have an opening for that. <laughs> but we'll, I'll know. reiterate. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfectly fine, man. So here we are, man. Today, uh, we might say it's off topic, but not really, right? We're talking about the great Mick Rock. We have to, man. Who passed away recently, one of the greatest rock photographers of all time. If you don't know who he is, shame on you. You should be well-versed after we're done here with this podcast. So hopefully you'll learn something. November 18th, Mick Rock passed. Yeah. It's a sad day in rock and roll history. It is. And although he wasn't a musician, he brought out the images and the soul of so many musicians. Yeah. And was such an integral part in David Bowie's life and Lou Reed's life and Iggy Pop's life Mm -hmm. and so many others. It's kind of hard to really fathom exactly who and what he was uh, because he's a non-musician. He was a guy, to me, he's a rock historian through his photographs, you know. And you can't say he didn't contribute to Bowie's career, Iggy Pop or Blondie, whoever he photographed. Absolutely. He was there when it happened. You know, he was there to capture that moment in time. Yeah, he wasn't there for Blink-182. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> good or bad, he was there in very significant moments in rock history and people like Bowie who aren't here anymore. And their legacy lives on through his photographs. So what do you going to say? You know, there's nothing negative you can say about Mick Rock or his photographs. So, I mean, this is why we're talking about Mick Rock tonight, you know. And, and a lot of people, I sure do know who he is. And I know maybe not the younger kids, but they probably do if they're parents, hopefully. And uh, I mean, he's kind of an ugly-looking old dude by now, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, his, his photographs are legendary. How many posters are made of his photographs? How many prints? How many, like, fabric what, I can't, fabric flags? Books, record covers. Record covers, but yeah, have made of his work. So more than likely, you got a Mick Rock somewhere in your house. <laughs> you know, if you're, yeah. if you're a metalhead, a rocker, a punker, and whatever you And you don't even know it. You don't even know it. Yeah. That's the beauty. But you take a closer look at it tonight, and it is a Mick Rock. It's a Mick Rock. So we're going to name off quite a few tonight and talk a little more about Mick Rock on this wonderful podcast. I may throw out some lists of things that may get a little tedious because his his work is so extensive. It's it's huge. I mean, it spans his whole life pretty much, from younger to now. And it's like I said, it spans the history of rock. You know, we're talking about decades and decades of, of photographs here and chronicling what happened through history and music. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna just give you one quick quote sure. here from Mick Rock, yep. who talks about why he got introduced into photography in his early career. And it's kind of interesting. Yep. So apparently he went to Cambridge mm-hmm. with Sid Barrett. There you go. Right? So, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty nice pedigree right it's there, right off the top. Yeah, right off the top. Right? Of the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Absolutely it is. So here it was. Sure. Uh, during his time at Cambridge, Rock, uh, he hanged out in the Caius First Eight. He was a, he was a rower. Oh. A boat rower. Nice. Okay. Um, he also picked up friends, he also picked up a friend's camera and started taking pictures of the local rock music scene, acquiring some friends and contacts along the way, including Sid Barrett and Mick Jagger. Who just happened to be going to Cambridge at the same time as him? Nice, right? What more could you ask for? Here, here's the quote from Mick Rock, which I think just it just brings it all to light. Why? Listen let's to this. It, let's hear it. I was at home of a friend who had all the toys, including a great record player and a camera, sitting around his room 
tripping on blotter acid, I picked up a camera and began playing with it. That was the beginning of his career. That <laughs> was it? Wow. Oh, he's hanging out with Sid Barrett. What do yeah. you expect? What do you expect? Yeah. I he, mean, he got a little bit of acid in him. He grabbed a camera and he realized he had a gift. Sure. So let's just yep. throw that out there. Yeah. He gifted it. If you, if you ever see one of his collection of his works, of his, of his photographs in any kind of book, wherever you're at, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, make sure you pick it up, especially if you're a rock and roll fan. So here's the people that he worked with in the early days. 1972, he created rock album covers for Sid Barrett's The Madcap Laughs. Yep. Okay. Waylon Jennings, Lonesome, Ornery, and Mean. <laughs> That's about Waylon Jennings, yeah. Right? Lou Reed's Transformer. Transformer, yep. That's an of epic course, photo. Who produced Transformer? Well, David Bowie. Yes. yes. So here we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Coney Island Baby. Yep. He did the photograph for Iggy Pops and the Stooges' Raw Power. Did he? That's yeah. him. Oh, man. Come on, man. It's a nice one. I like Queen's all. Queen 2, mm-hmm. their second record, uh, recreated uh, their music video for Bohemian Rhapsody, by the way, before he died. Oh. Uh, let's see. Um the Ramones, End of the Century. It's a nice one, too. And Joan Jett's I Love Rock and Roll. That's iconic, too. Come on, These man. They're all iconic, you know, really Huge. are. Huge. Yep. He was the chief photographer for the film The Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's a big one right there. Right? He did uh, uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Yeah, that's a great movie. And Short Bus. Sure. He also produced and directed the music videos for John Amoldi Dancing, Gene Genie, Space Oddity, and Life on Mars for David Bowie. Did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Director of photography for those That's for those amazing, movies. Those, or are, yeah. those videos. Videos, yeah. Pretty amazing videos, too. Which was, be- this is way, 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 way before MTV. Yep. This is, we're talking the early 70s. He was producing music videos for David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Who was a forward thinker. Yep. I mean, let's, let's just, I'm, the man's a genius. Yeah. All right. Uh, so do you want me to go on? Yeah. Okay. Go on, go on, go on. All right. So, um, Michael David Rock, that's what his <laughs> legal name Michael is. Michael David Rock. Okay. His, <laughs> All right. His real name is Michael Edward Chester Smith. Kind of I, I see why he dropped that. I yeah. would drop that too. Right. Born in 1948, 20 years before me. Whew, I've only got a short line of time left, Bobby. Uh, Maybe 20 years. Uh, he died in uh, on the 18th of November, so last month. Mm-hmm. He photographed rock music that, music acts such as Queen, David Bowie, T Rex, Sid Bowen. Barrett, Lou yeah. Reed, Iggy Pop, The Sex Pistols, Ozzy Osbourne, The Ramones, Joan Jett, The Talking Heads, Roxy Music, Thin Lizzy, Motley Crue, and Blondie. It's got to be more than that. <laughs> He's often referred to as the man who shot the 70s. He shot most of the memorable photos of David Bowie as Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is rock history here. So it goes deeper than that, Bobby. I want you to read this here. Look at it. Read number two. Let's see who else he photographed because it's ridiculous. So he also photographed his subjects were the Misfits. It's a nice. huge list. Come on. Snoop Dogg. Nice. Air Traffic. Yeah, come on. Maxwell. Alicia Keys. Maxwell. The Gossip, Lady Gaga, The Killers, 
Michael Bublé, really? Yeah, Michael Bublé. Ma- Michael Stipe and Miley Cyrus. Oh, Michael Stipe. Kate I don't Moss, know of course. Kate Moss. The Yeah Yeah Yes. Sure. The Chemical Brothers. Nice. Janelle Monet, our friends Queens of the Stone Age. Yep. Daft Punk, Caspian, hmm. Richard Barone. Richard Barone. Yeah, and Snow Patrol, we know them. Daniel Merriweather, Black Keys, Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. Maybe not so much Oates, maybe more Hall. Yeah, well, Oates always stuck his head in there. <laughs> Peter, Bjorn, and John, is that of ABBA? <laughs> no, no. Are they a group? Yeah, they're the ones that do that little song where they whistle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He also photographed MGMT, <laughs> Alessandro Escovedo. Ooh, Alessandro. Peter Yorn. Peter Yorn, great, yeah. Gavin D. Craw. Wow. Peaches. Peaches. Not to mention Fat Joe, Rhymefest. Nas, Nas, Q-Tips, Jane's Addiction, Jane's Addiction, Tommy Stoppard, and old friends such as David Bowie, Lou Reed, Debbie Harry, Joan Jett, Motley Crue, Nico's Gun, and of course, Mr. Iggy Pop. God, I mean, can you get any better? I don't think you can. And he also received the Diesel U Music Legends Award for his contribution to music in the late 2006, in late 2006. Right. So what I want to point out here, wow. and the reason why I brought this up was because um, I'm not saying that Mick Rock made these people famous, but he contributed to their fame yeah. because he was able to bring out the emotion and the energy in these artists through his photography. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the cover of pinups. That's a Mick Rock photogra- photograph. I mean, he caught them in the moment, like I said, in these moments in history, are, he was there for these and he's cheering with the world. What happened? You know, what happened in New York during that time with Lou Reed and Velvet Underground and, and Bowie and Z- it was Ziggy Stardust or Lad Insane or Iggy and the Stooges or Iggy by himself. These are moments in history that people can relive through his photographs. If they weren't there, you can still, if you look at a Mick Rock photograph, you can still see that history and visualize that story, perhaps come up with the story of what's going on in the photograph yourself. Right. You know, so, so it really engages the viewer, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. It takes you back to that time in history when he was there, what was going on with these legendary artists. Well, listen, who doesn't listen? Who doesn't pick up their record on vinyl when they yep. were a kid? And, absolutely. And absorb those photographs in every detail. Yep. I mean, I know I did. Yep. Especially the Bowie ones, too. Especially the Bowie, Bowie ones. Bowie, the Queen. Queen was Lou great. Reed Transformer. Lou Reed Transformer. I mean, come the greatest on, man. album covers of all time. Yeah. The Stooges? <laughs> yeah. You look at those photos and it's real. Yeah. It's it's real, right? And then Raw Power, you can see the manic, uh, manicness in Iggy Pop in that photograph. Right. Like, and, and you can imagine he went you, through a lot of film before he found that one. Yeah. And, and it said, gives that's you, it. It kind of gives you a feel what the album's going to sound like. You know, it adds yeah. to the appeal of the music. I think artwork always adds the appeal of music, and I, I we miss that nowadays because of all the digital stuff going on. And I, but thank God they're bringing vinyl back with the original artwork. So you know, if you see something like pinups or a transformer out there, pick it up. You know. I wonder. I wonder if we could do some kind of math on Mick Rock and all the images on it on on Instagram that are Mick Rock images. I wonder. You could. There's a ton out there. Yeah, he probably has his own, his own Instagram. Probably, I'm sure he does. I mean, why so he, he he was He's always self. He was always self-effacing. Uh, he never considered himself to be a rock star. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now, especially now that he's just died, that he's as much a rock star as any one of these people on this list. Yep. 
Absolutely. Because he did something to me. Uh, I mean, these days it's a little bit harder to to see it because it's like more like graphics, but album photos meant everything to me when I was a kid. Yep. You know, looking at those album photos. I mean, think about even like... For example, it may not be Mick Rock, but they opened Kiss Alive, that huge stage, Kiss right. Caught Live, and right. the, all the explosions. And yeah, the looking Peter, at the blood Peter, coming down the Yeah, but Peter Chris and... up on the giant platform that goes up with giant cats on the side. Yeah. <laughs> He's feeling with the smoking guitar. Seriously. Stuff like that. Cheap Trick Live at Budokan. You right. know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just awesome. Frampton Comes Alive. Stuff like this, you we know. We poured over this stuff as children. Yep, we poured over it, and, and a lot of them are Mick Rock's works, you know. And who doesn't love Life on Mars or in, in, that video? And who doesn't love the Rocky Horror Picture Show? I'm Rocky gonna, Horror. I'm gonna I'm gonna th- throw out a few more quotes, and then we're gonna read some more record covers he did because I know that you have one. Yep. All right. So here's another here's another quote. The point when it first occurred. Oh, by the way, this is from. Uh, let's see here. I want to make sure I get this right. I don't have the source. Anyway, I'll just read it. <laughs> Whoever's out there, we're giving you props. I was, I was working on it. Know who it was. <laughs> I was trying to be we good. We try. We try. All right. So, uh, the point when it first occurred to me that photography might actually be something that I'd spend my life doing was when I was when I got ten quid for doing a couple of pictures of guys sitting on my right. I thought, hello, this means I might have to get up before noon if that's what I want to do. Yeah. Right. Next up. I had a friend who I'd known from my first year at Cambridge. He was at Cambridge, uh, but we didn't go to university. I knew him through mutual friends. In other words, they didn't share classes together. His name was Sid Barrett. Yep. He got me to shoot some pictures for an album called The Madcap Laughs. I looked at the pictures of Sid and thought to myself, this is clearly what you were meant to do to be doing because these pictures themselves stand up and I was shooting the album covers early on. And for that one, I got $50 and I was like, wow, think about that. 50 bucks, 50 (laughs) 50 bucks, bucks. man. What really put the nail in the coffin for my sort of future was meeting David Bowie in 72 after he'd just done his mutation into Ziggy Stardust. We found we had many things in common we swapped tales. I had til- tears, tales of Sid Barrett. He had tales of Iggy Pop and Lou Reed. And we had spent a lot of time in New York together, and I got to know him. That's how he built his career. Yeah. Right? It goes on. He was also the photographer who did all the covers for the Smiths. Did he? Yeah. Oh. It was kind of interesting. I wonder if he did Morrissey's covers. Too. He, he said he always wanted to work with, with Dylan, but never got the chance to do it. Hmm. Yeah, I never liked Dylan that much anyway. It's so. kind of weird because they were, <laughs> Dylan was around during that scene, too. You should have been. During that, you know, Andy Warhol era. All right, so I'm going to hit you this list, Bobby. Here it is. Read them off. Number four, read them off, Bobby. Here's the Mick Rock record covers, the according record to Wikipedia, by, by the way. Mick Rock. Let's see. Of course, Madcap Laughs by Sid Barrett in 1970. Deuce by Rory Gallagher in 1971. Of course, the aforementioned Transformer Lou Reed in 1972. Come on. And the lonesome, ornery, and mean Waylon Jennings in 1973. Of course, he said Raw Power of the Stooges in 1973. Foreigner by our friend Cat Stevens. What's his name now again? 
uh, Muhammad Ali? No. <laughs> I can't remember. He changed his name. I, I, I forgot. Khalil Gibran? Remember they wanted to kill him with the uh, satanic verses, right? Is that what it was? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. I, I don't know. I, I just lost my name. But anyway, Forwarded by Cat Stevens, 1973. Okay. Pinnacles by David Bowie, 1973. Come on, man. With, with, with Queen. Queen 2 by Queen, of course, 1974. The Psycho Moto for Cockney Rebel, 1974. Okay. Don't Be Fooled by the Name, Jordy, 1974. Guess we know who was in Jordy, right? Who's that? Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson, people. Went to ACDC. Come on. Okay, then we have Sheer Heart Attack by Queen, which you know. Coney Island Baby, Lou Reed. Nice. And the Silly Sisters. S- Scissor Sisters? No, Silly Sisters. Silly Sisters, okay. Maddie Pryor and June Tobar. Okay. Rock and Roll Heart, Lou Reed, we know that one. Yep. Timeless Flight, Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel. Okay. Here we go. We have Come for Your Children, The Dead Boys. Nice, The Dead Boys. <laughs> we should have known. <laughs> the Candidate, Steve Harley. Okay. End of the Century, The Ramones. Ramones. Who come upstairs, our, our good friend Carly Simon. Oh, Carly Simon. Of course, Simon. in 1980, it was made. Mm-hmm. I Love Rock and Roll from Joan Jett and the Black Hearts. Doesn't in get any better than that. The Blue Mask by Lou Reed in 82. Okay. Teaser, Angela Bofill, 1983. Okay. Nightlife by Cobra Verde, 1999. Don't know that. Okay. Kind of a weird one. Out know. of the Vein, Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. <laughs> 2003. Nice. The Quality of Mercy, Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel again, 2005. Okay. Parallax by Atlas Sound in 2011. Hmm. And Underneath the Rainbow by Black Lips, 2014. Okay. And finally, Plastic Hearts by our friend Miley Cyrus. Wow. 2020. Nice Not work, Not Billy Miley. Ray, but Miley. Right. She picked <laughs> that one up. Yep. Miley's like, one. you know what? Let's get that guy Mick Rock. My favorite besides Transformer on here and Bowie, but it's got to be the Dead Boys. The Dead Boys. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> we, the Dead we Boys. We come for your children. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there's a bunch of... Uh, there's a bunch of... Uh, publications that have come out, books on it. And if you're interested in what we're talking about, you may be like, hey, this is old guys talking metal. Why are they talking about this guy? There's some books about him here that have been put out, all right? A photographic record, uh, Glam, an eyewitness account, a foreword by Bowie, which was published in 2006. Mm -hmm. Psychedelic Renegades, Sid Barrett, put out in 2002. Moon Age Daydream, Ziggy Stardust and David Bowie, right? Rock and Roll Eye from the Temporary Metropolitan Museum of Photography, put out in 2003. Killer Queen with Brian May and Roger Taylor, put out in 2003. Mm -hmm. Picture this, Debbie Harry and Blondie with a foreword by Debbie Harry, put out in 2004. Raw Power, Iggy Pop Pop and the Stooges with a foreword by Iggy Pop, put out in 2005. And another record, another uh book he put out in 2005 called Blood and Glitter, right up my alley. Another book they put out called Rocky Horror, with a foreword by Richard O'Brien, put out in 2006. Classic Queen, a book in 2007. Mick Rock meets the Kabuki Theater photos. Nice. No idea what that means, but good. Psychedelic Renegades, 2007, and Mick Rock Exposed, a chronicle Put out in 2010. So that's one, two, three, four, five. You could probably pick a book that's of these. 15 books. You'd probably get them on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, wherever you find literature sold. 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> Wherever find the truth. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to wrap this up because, you know, we don't have to go on all night about Mick Rock. We all know he is. God rest his soul, rest in peace. But where the old guys talk metal and sometimes punk, and when when someone like this, when an icon like this dies, we need to reach out to everybody and let them know who yeah. he is. And if you don't know, and if you do know, you know why we're talking about it, and yep. you don't need to go any further. Yep. But if you don't know, you need to know. Here it is. Born yep. 1948 at Hammersmith Odeon. Yeah. United Kingdom, right? Yep. In London. Not the Odeon, but in Hammersmith, London. This man with Odeon. Yeah, like, <laughs> born in the a, arena? Immediately. What is going on? And died at Staten Island, New York. Yep. And that happened on November 8th, 18th, 2021. Wow. So we wow, just passed. Wow, 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 yeah. So we like we do every time we do a podcast or a radio show, we encourage you to go do your research. Check out what we're talking about. Enrich your life. This could become a radio show. We could play... a. We could do a radio show about all the people he photographed because that's we a lot. Could. There, probably could. Probably could Yeah, we could probably do that. I mean, and if but if you want to know about us, besides the podcast, everything else, and just check it out and all the links to our podcast. Go to www. Have to say that oldguystalkmetal.com. So oldguystalkmetal.com, you one stop for all things heavy metal, hard rock, and punk, and also artists like Mick Rock. Mick Rock, man. And God thank you once again soul. for supporting us. <laughs> so. I know I kind of threw this at you quickly, Bobby, and I was like, dude, we need to do a thing on Mick Rock. Like, I don't like, know what? who Mick Rock is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he deserves There are a lot of people that deserve to be acknowledged, and he's one of them. You know? He's so definitely one of them. We'll man. get into more of them in later podcasts, but hey, this podcast, is, uh, hopefully enlightened you a little bit. Go check it out. Check out the life of Mick Rock and his photographs. It'll blow you away, especially if you love the 70s, and it'll take you back to a time, I'm sure you know well if you know the 70s, take you to near a time. And like I said, let's let your mind wander once you see the photographs. You may not know the whole story in the photograph, but make up your own inter- interpretation. That's what art is all about, right? I think that photography is 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 exceptional in that it does it does bring out moments in time that can never really be experienced again. And if you're listening to a record, look at the cover of London Calling by the Clash. Yep. And you look at that moment, dude smashing the guitar on the ground. Yep. That's a photograph that was taken at that moment. Yep. That's what Mick Rock does. He takes a moment in time, and he and he carries the energy of that moment to you mm-hmm. forever. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's that's why I thought it was important to do the Mick Rock show. Yep. And, and and thank you, Bobby, for letting me do that. And cool. uh, God bless Mick Rock, and uh, we hope you enjoy this. Yep.